One, two, is on? Well, let me talk to you. A little bit of the bubbly. Party, party, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! It's not hot! It's the Wrestle Geddon Podcast. Tell me why. We're talking wrestling. Tell me why. There's nothing else you should be listening to. The Wrestle Geddon Podcast. I love it. Oh, that was so bad. It was, but it's so good. <laughs> we lost all our listeners. <laughs> They're gonna listen. They're gonna be like, what the fuck was that intro? Oh man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was your final rendition of Carrie uh from the uh Wrestle Gun Wrestling Federation. We just figured we'd give you all a little treat and have all three of us do it. Uh, but Plus, welcome. Uh, I know. I know you guys were very curious to how beautiful Carl's singing voices are. Is so I hope uh, <laughs> you got a little taste of it. <laughs> oh man! Welcome all. Uh, another edition of the Wrestle Getting Podcast this week. Uh, after ninety six episodes, if you don't know by now, you'll never know us anyway. But it's okay. If you don't know now, you know. We still want it that way, though. That's all right. Yeah, no, but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna give it to you anyway. I'm Chris the Heat Matthews, joined each and every week by my two hosts, co-hosts Garrett G Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. Fellas, how we feeling today? I'm um, a, little... a little tired, and uh, I, I kind of got a rant I need to go off of, but. Uh... I'll let, it, uh, I'll let it get into the news. I'm going to talk about it last week. So. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll wait a little bit. Awesome. Carl, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. Uh, a little tipsy, but I'm here. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Sorry, folks. I got a flashback. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of flashbacks, uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at WrestleGettingPod with 1D, Instagram at WrestleGettingPod with 2Ds, and our other Instagram page for the underscore collection. And check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash WrestleGettingPod, youtube.com slash for the collection, and buy some of our shit at prowrestlingtees.com slash WrestleGettingPodcast. As well as redbubble.com slash people slash Russell Gettin Podcast for some other shit that we have up there for sale. So, um, and be sure we're going to plug some friends here like we do at the beginning of our show each and every week. So check out the other members of what we call the Four Horsemen 
of Wrestling Podcast. Check out our good friend Phil Gentile in the Fig Cave. Got some cool stuff up each and every week. Um, I can't remember what he put up this week, but it was... Uh, what do you think? Oh, he's talking to um, a gentleman uh, running Celeb Fest in Baltimore. So they're talking about starting a convention and what it takes to go into uh, booking guests and things like that. So definitely check that one out if you're interested in a little bit of behind the scenes on that. Uh, running podcast, my um, friend Kenny uh, has an interview up this week with AEW Dark Superstar Amber Nova. It's a pretty cool listen there. Talks about her love of muscle cars and professional wrestling so, and some fitness tips. And then uh, running podcast. Did I say the running podcast with Kenny or did I say the call up with Kenny? I think he said the running podcast with Kenny, but it's all right. <laughs> if you guys uh, Kenny, podcast, that's all right. Yeah, Kenny's on the Kenny pops in and out of the running podcast as well. But Kenny is the call up. Um, interview up there with Amber Nova, like I said. Um, he's got some cool stuff dropping as well later this year. He's got an interview, or not later this year, but um, relatively soon he's got an interview coming with Sting. Listed a whole bunch of big names that he's able to secure some interviews with. So definitely follow him, subscribe to his YouTube channel, um, hit up his feeds on Spotify just so you don't miss those when they drop. Um, and now for the run-in podcast with our friends Tommy and DJ, Good Lord, you think I've been drinking tonight. I actually have not been drinking. Um, <laughs> check those guys out as well. Great podcast um, centered on wrestling, and then they break it down into some pop culture stuff. Um, lots of toy news. Great show to listen to if you need some other stuff. So there you go. That's um, some friends you can check out as well. Literally, like you can listen to a wrestling podcast seven days a week with everything that's out there. Probably like six or seven in a day, depending on how much time you got. All right. Um, let's see. I think we're going to skip story time with the WrestleGetting Podcast, baby, this week. Uh, I haven't didn't have time to prepare anything unless you guys got something. Uh, no, I don't have anything. I mean, about the prepared. only thing I, I think to come to mind is uh, a time at Big Foley and we talked about fanny packs. That was about it. You and Mick Foley talked about fanny packs? We did. That, that's actually kind of awesome. It was pretty funny. He told me that, because uh, that, uh, I guess there was like a, a running thing with like a bunch of them, like he could keep the fanny pack going the longest. And it was down to like him and Al Snow. He was like, Al uh, Snow, of course. Carries, he still carries around the fanny pack to this day. He never of stopped. Of course. <laughs> of course, it was Mick Foley and Al Snow. Yep. Last two. <laughs> yep. They were the last two. Actually, you know what? Come to think about it, I think when I met Al Snow a few years ago, um, I think he did have a fanny pack with him. Yeah. I remember and talking almost... to Mick Foley about it, and it was like a whole story he told me about. It was hilarious. Let's That's insane. So... <laughs> so there you go. Brief little story, but it's awesome. That is, that is awesome. So... <laughs> Uh, I'll try to have something more. Fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the background. Hey, you take my cowabungas and you love it. I mean, yeah, I will. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They're getting like notifications. Um, 
our friends uh, uh, Tommy and Phil are actually at the um, Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Live 8 tonight. So they've been posting some pictures in the Fig Cave Facebook group. Um, so awesome. if you're not um, in the Fig Cave and the uh, Major Wrestling Figure Podcast group. But uh, if you're not part of the Fig Cave group, um, it's a free group on Facebook. Definitely check it out. Lots of cool people in that group. So. Yep. And it's free to join, like I said. Don't need a subscription. Don't need to pay a Patreon fee to be a member of an awesome group. Lots of fun in the group. So. All right. So let's um let's go ahead and jump into the news. Well, hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the hoaxers hotline. You may do so by dialing one 945 This week, I don't have anything really for follow-up uh, from last week. Oh, um, I Garrett's I got something, but we'll we'll get it into the news here. <laughs> All right, so the news is brought to you each and every week by Date Nights in a Box. Check out datenightsinabox.createjoy.com for a one-of-a-kind curated date night theme sent to your doorstep monthly. So if you're going to be stuck in the house, why not try Date Nights in a Box to help you plan a one-of-kind date night? Also save some money by using the code BJ's in a Box. Yes, that's BJ's as in blowjobs in a box at checkout. So sign up for your your free, sign up for, not your free, sign up for your subscription today at datenightsinabox.cratejoy.com. And as uh, Carl and Chris were saying last week, uh, I did end up getting my Date Night in a Box and it did work successfully, so... Thank you for the wonderful time. Yeah, man. Uh, the house trick probably worked, right? Yeah, it was a great job. I, uh, I enjoyed every <laughs> second of that. Awesome. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's let's hear your rant, Garrett, before we get into a couple little tidbits right, so, in the uh, notes. But so, so here's here's my rant. Here's my rant for 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 WWE. My rant for WWE. Gonna get rid of all these wrestlers. Got rid of wrestlers all this time. All these this this people. And every week, I don't watch Monday Night Raw for one specific person. Has nothing to do with anything else. I just don't want to see that bitch on my fucking TV. So I'm just going to let you know right now. She doesn't know how to fucking wrestle like Charlotte Flair. She's going to be the biggest fucking bust. She's going to get booed every single night. You have nobody come to your fucking TV show. And if you don't know who the fuck I'm talking about, you fucking suck. I don't have to say your name. And I'm not going to say your name. You know who the hell I'm talking about. Is it right? You're going to get all bullshit people. You're going to bring this bitch back. She fucking sucked. Better not fucking suck anymore. She better be Charlotte Flair-esque. Anything below that, it's going to be a disappointment. She better than Nia Jax. I mean, they should have got rid of Nia Jax, but I mean, that's just because she fucking (laughs) injured everybody. Uh, Well, unfortunately, Eva Marie was signed back in November. (laughs) So that was way before all the roster cuts. I did say her name. Um, so her being signed had nothing to do with people getting released, and that's oh, the other thing people aren't. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying she's the reason why. I'm just saying she better prove that she doesn't also need to be released. 
Because to me, she shouldn't have been signed to begin with. <laughs> they uh, the other. She needs to prove herself. They probably would have got rid of Nia Jax, but they uh, probably sold all the forklifts. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. Oh, face palm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. But at the end of the day, like really, aside from maybe like Strowman and um, Ruby Riot, who are actually on TV, and as we talked about last week. Um, Natty let slip that Ruby and Liv were next up for the tag team titles. Those are pretty much the only two that were involved in anything out of everyone that was released or actually involved in anything major. Um, some of these guys, like it, it's basically WWE's cleansing the, the horde of talent that they were locking away from their competition. So that, that's all it is. Brand new owner with that uh that Jeff Con was it Jeff Con is a new um head of whatever head of talent relations or whatever he is. Yeah. Uh, so with him basically with all the restructuring that they've done with their online departments and condensing everything down, they're basically just making their their books look a little better. Oh so, mm -hmm. that's what it is. That's fine. That's fine. Trimming a fat, Eva, so to say. I hate Eva Marie, and if she's not as good as Charlotte Flair, she is dead to me. Well, all I got to say is if Strowman even goes to work for someone in the indies, he is the biggest fucking hypocrite I have ever seen. Yeah, but I mean, everybody's a hypocrite once it comes to money. And how much he dogged the indie guys during the pandemic for not getting real jobs. It's just, yeah. I don't know. I can't. I can't with that dude. So. Um, but on to other stuff. Uh, Leo Rush, uh, who was just at uh, the last AEW pay per view, double or nothing, as the Joker in the um, Casino Battle Royal, announced his retirement from professional wrestling uh, due to an injury uh, that he basically he re-injured himself during the. Um, the battle royal, and he can't wrestle anymore. Yeah, I saw that. That does suck. I think he had signed a deal with AEW too. Like he, um, he signed with New Japan, and apparently the details in the New Japan contract would allow him to work for AEW as well. Uh. No, so there's some uh, some big stuff in there, which shows. Uh, apparently a lot of people are looking into it as, um, New Japan is looking like more closely with AEW than it looks to be with WWE right now, with the way that Leo Rush's contract was. Uh, also retirement news as well. Apparently it was rumored that the AOP, the authors of pain, uh, were retired and weren't accepting any bookings. Apparently that's not true as both of them tweeted um we're not done bitches. So <laughs> so uh yeah. Or far from, I think it was like far from done or we're not done or something like that. It was a picture of the two of them with uh with Paul Ellering from uh War Games. You know? 
Um, hopefully they'll pop up back soon. I, I actually enjoyed AOP. I thought they were a great tag team. They're a very dominant monster tag team in NXT, but of course they fell victim to the NXT main roster curse. So yeah. One of the few, one of the many talents that had to happen. Um, and that is pretty much it as far as like the the actual news. Um, nope. nope, I got. Oh, you got, I got something to add. I got what something you got? to add. Haley Ray lost her title. Oh, uh, it's all about Kaylee Ray, NXT yeah, UK Women's she, Champion. She was like UK champion for like 600 days. Damn. That's yeah, crazy. She was, she was champion for a long time. That she's is insane. That I, think be, I think she's the one that beat Ripley for it, if I remember correctly. Yes. And she's had it ever since. That is nuts. Yeah. She lost it to, I can't remember the girl's name. Like Japanese girl. Crazy. Um, yeah, on top of that, I don't know if you guys have been following it, but the uh, the Matt Cardona, Nick Gage stuff that's been going on. I've not. Yeah. Where you fake the Moxley thing? Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, Live 8 is going down as we're recording. Uh, Nick Gage actually showed up at their show. Um, and you know, tried to attack Matt Cardona after Cardona showed up at the is it the tournament of survival or something like that that they had last weekend in Atlantic City? Uh, where yeah, where Cardona showed up and was in the hood and was like doing like the Moxley um impersonation and dropped Gage with the uh the paradigm shift. So Gage looking for some revenge this week. This angle, honestly has been more entertaining and fun to see develop than anything that's been going on between like AEW and WWE right now. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's, it's just it's basically like they have free reign to do what they want. Yep. And it, it's more interesting that way. So I'm kind of psyched to see where it goes. Uh, when these two actually lock up, um, I can't remember when they're wrestling, but it's gonna, I think it's happening in the next couple months. So, definitely a fun one to follow if you're not. So, make sure you're following uh, Nick Gage and Matt Cardona on their social medias just to, to keep up with that. Um, that's it. That's all I got pretty much for regular news. Figure news uh, Cello Toys announced that they're doing a seven inch um, actual figure line, so not a retro line. Uh, the first figure that they announced was the the Dynamite Kid. Uh, the prototype images that they showed were pretty much the... Um, it literally looked like the recent British Bulldog figure with the Cella Toys retro Dynamite Kid head on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, like people are analyzing, like looking at the images and stuff and... It's pretty much like elite articulation right down to like the legs. It's missing the well, some of the articulation in the legs, but it's it's literally like Mattel parts that they use to make the prototype. And that's well, gonna I be a, that's I gonna be a seven inch it. scale. Yeah, I don't play with anything under uh, nine inches. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, but they're doing it in a seven inch scale, which Mattel's figures 
are roughly you know six inch scale depending on the on the wrestler whereas like mm-hmm. you know your canes and your big show figures are a little taller but like you're telling me that the dynamite kid was like taller than the british bulldog no so yeah i kind of i don't like the seven inch scale it really doesn't uh, you think it should be shorter it should definitely be shorter like how short like four short four inches no, not like four inches. Through. It should be scaled. So what? That might care. These little people would be like four inches. <laughs> Do you go. have like a three-inch Rey Mysterio? I think that would go over too well. And shit, yeah. you have like uh, an, uh, a half-inch Hornswoggle. Yeah. I don't think that would go over really well either. We're going to do with your crash holly. <laughs> oh awesome all right so uh i'll tell you my only other figure news just to here to give more feedback to the figure news i found that i saw that new john cena and uh it creeped me out with that vince mcmahon devil horn so i didn't buy it oh the legends john cena yeah yeah i saw it yeah well the the vince the vince puppet comes with the ringside exclusive bray Really? Yeah, yeah, I saw it in there with uh, John Cena. Yeah, bought it. Yeah, I should have, but I don't need the John. The Cena only one, either. the only one that Bray didn't come with was Huskis. So now I gotta try the eighty-five Bray just to get the damn Huskis. <laughs> Always something, man. All right, so that's gonna wrap up the news this week. Uh, pretty quick, really. Like I said, not a whole lot in there. There's no hope with dope. Let's go bell to bell. We're going to kick it off with NWA. When our shadows fall pay-per-view, we'll run through the results on that here real quick. Um, I got to say, um, I didn't get a chance to watch the pay-per-view. Um, I did see some highlights, and it looked like a pretty decent show. And a lot of stuff, like a lot of the um, matches here that we predicted winners for were were pretty out there. Like it's definitely not what we predicted for some of them. Uh, so we're going to start right up at the top here. NWA world heavyweight title match, Trevor Murdoch versus Nick Aldis. Um, I think Carl was the one that went with Trevor Murdoch. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Garrett and I both picked Nick Aldis to retain, uh, which is what happened. Unfortunately, it wasn't the, uh, cleanest of victories. As Aldis took some shortcuts again. Uh, let's see. NWA women's title. Camille defeated Serena Deeb. We all picked Camille on that one. Uh, that one actually was a clean win, which was great. Um, it's like for Camille, Durham native, Durham, North Carolina native. 
um, getting the win there and getting a much deserved run with the NWA women's title. But I'm, I'm, big I'm, props. Glad, I'm glad she finally won. You know, all the softball moms that uh, talked shit about her because she was so good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who's talking shit now? Bitches. Bitches. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> big props to Serena Deeb for holding that title for as long as she did. Um, defending in it with AEW, um, keeping the title, you know, front and center during the whole pandemic when we weren't sure what was going to happen with the with NWA. Um, so big props to Serena Deeb on that one. Uh, hopefully, we'll see her more with NWA or more so on AEW. Hopefully, we'll see her go after Britt Baker for the uh, AEW Women's Championship. I think Serena yeah. definitely deserves some more uh, more TV time on that one. Uh, NWA, NWA World Tag Team Titles. Aaron Stevens and Kratos retained. Uh, really thought that. Uh, well, actually, I think I picked them to retain. Uh, Garrett, no, I did. On, oh, you no, did. Okay, no, that's did. right. On the dark blue, I, I went with uh, Strictly Business. Um, Adonis and Tom Latimer thought they were gonna. I thought Strictly Business was gonna leave with all the gold. Uh, Garrett, Eric, Garrett picked them to retain. Carl picked the War Kings. Um, still a pretty solid matchup. Yep. Oh, what else do we have? Uh, non-title match. NWA television champion, the Pope taking on Tyrus. Uh, Tyrus actually picked up the win on that one. Uh, Garrett actually picked Tyrus. So. No, you did. You did. Oh, that's right. No, I did. I keep forgetting. I got the dark blue. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I did the Pope instead of Garrett. Yep. yep. You guys picked the Pope. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, I actually did some foresight on that one. Uh, <laughs> Thunder Rosa and Melina taking on Terrence Terrell and Kylie Ray. Uh, we all picked Thunder Rosa and Melina. Uh, Taryn and Kylie Ray actually picked up the win in that match. Well, um, yeah. I'm actually, honestly, I can't get behind Kylie Ray anymore. Like it's like every promotion that she goes into, like she'll be there for a little bit, and then she'll decide that she doesn't want to wrestle anymore. And yeah. then she gets, re- then she gets like over a contract, and then like a couple months later, she pops up somewhere else. I'll tell you who's somebody I, I can get behind. Melina. Melina, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, getting front with it, whatever. We can all get behind <laughs> Melina. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, next matchup here, making his NWA debut, JTG taking on Mr. No Days Off, Fred Rosser. Uh, JTG picked up the win. We all picked JTG. Um, what's up? So we finally got one right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we had a triple threat tag team match. It was... Uh, the end, Otison and Paro taking on Sam Rudo and Sal Renaro uh, versus Marche Rocket and Slice Boogie versus Bastia 666 and Mecha Wolf 450. Uh, I picked the end. You guys picked Bastia 666 and Mecha Wolf 450. So, props to you guys on that one. They won. Oh, we, we got it. They right. won. Hell yeah. yeah. I those guys. Dude, those guys look pretty badass, too. Like, like their overall, their I mean, whole book was like Chris, awesome. Do you see so. their name? You see I their see name? their name. 
Okay. Well, yeah. I like the you end. You should have expected. Yeah. But like, well, if you see I like their the name, end, so. If you see their name and you're not like in the AOL chat room, then you know it's not. <laughs> 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 right. Since we're talking NWA, I'm going to go right into NWA power this week. Um, as far as wrestling wise, uh, the Pope defended the uh, television title, ended up retaining um, against um, Luke Hawks in a pretty solid matchup. Uh, that was probably like one of the biggest things that happened on the show. Um, the biggest, biggest thing coming out of this, though, that I want to talk about. Uh, the show mm-hmm. opened with Billy Corgan and Mickey James. Yes, Mickey James. Did they sing a duet? Unfor- unfortunately, no. Or fortunately, no, depending on which song you've heard from Mickey James. <laughs> oh, so. God. Uh, <laughs> if you guys um, want to turn a song off really quickly, look up Mickey James and Ying Ying Twins. You'll turn it off real quick because I did. Left, left, right, left, or something like that. I literally got one word in and turned it off. But, nope. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, two pay-per-views announced coming up in August. August 28th and 29th. So, the cool thing with this... Well, actually, they're both pretty cool. Um, the 28th is going to be NWA Empower. E-M-P-O-W-E-R. This is going to be an all-women's pay-per-view produced by Mickey James. Mickey James is the executive producer. Uh, she has also stated that she will not be wrestling on the show. She is strictly in a producer role. Um, this actually falls out of their 90-day no-compete clause uh, since that is action. She was part of the first round of releases. Um, she could, in fact, wrestle on the show if she wanted to, um, but she is not. She has also stated that she wants the best talent possible on the show contract no contract doesn't matter what company they work for she is open to doing business with anyone question for you question what's for up you. will there be a song stinky face match probably not damn it all right <laughs> Um, but Mickey has been going after on uh, another all women show since Evolution. Um, and apparently, Mark Carano told her that Evolution would never happen again as it was more of a publicity stunt and cash grab from WWE. Yeah. But with him saying that, really doesn't surprise me with how much of a tool he ended up being um especially when it comes to the female talent but what it looks like is they are exploring an option for an all-women show whether it be like just another weekly show or another all-women's pay-per-view within wwe well we'll see what happens on that one because mostly right now it's just um hearsay and rumors nothing really solid uh, the other thing announced to Billy Corgan on the 29th, the 73rd anniversary show for NWA, which is going to take place in uh, pretty much the NWA arena in St. Louis. So that's going to be a pretty solid show right there. So I think it's in Georgia. Are they in St. Louis? Uh, the original NWA. 
Oh, okay. Oh, I was taped out of St. Louis, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. So, 73rd anniversary show. Oh. So two two big pay-per-views announced this week. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to those. Um I'm excited to see who um they're able to get for this women's pay-per-view outside of, you know, like Thunder Rosa and Camille. Um Dude, they should, get fucking, they should get fucking Flair versus Aldis for the fucking 73 anniversary. So. Flair versus Aldis? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, Charlotte Will Flair be. versus Aldis? Because Ric Flair can't do shit. No, Nature <laughs> Boy, Ric Flair. He can do it. He got it in him. He'd die in the ring. Oh no, he won't. That's how he would like to die, probably. Dude, we'd be better off with Ricky Morton versus Nick Aldis again. Dude, fucking Ric Flair would probably do a fucking TLC match with fucking Aldis. Again? Fucking, yeah. <laughs> fucking Ric Flair, dude. Oh, man. I don't know if I want to see that, though. That's that's one thing. I, I believe, I wholeheartedly agree that he needs to be there. That no, he, he, he to, should be in he, attendance. He should fucking compete for the belt. You're like the only one that wants to see that. Dude, no, I'm not the only one. <laughs> well, all the three of us are the only one that wants to see that. No, fucking Garrett does, dude. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Can't deal with you two. All right, let's go. Uh, WWE this week. Uh, SmackDown. Main event last week was the uh, Usos taking on the Mysterios for the tag titles. Uh, Roman actually looked like he did not like the Usos' performance and completely destroyed the Mysterios during the match. So, mm-hmm. yep. so that, that's pretty much that was the biggest thing I pulled away from SmackDown. Um, Raw, Lashley, and Drew McIntyre had their contract signing. Uh, biggest stipulation coming out of that, um, aside from it being a Hell in a Cell match, if Drew loses, he cannot challenge for the world title again. Uh, I do have something about Raw we don't talk about, we haven't talked about in weeks. And uh, that's uh, Alexa Bliss's like, amazing character still. Creepy ass fucking doll. Uh, this week was pretty bad, though. Yeah. You didn't like you didn't like Shayna Baszler uh breaking the window? I just it was I, I just I didn't like it. Like why Shayna Baszler I think Shayna Baszler isn't the best person to have brought a, a storyline with that. No, because Shayna should be a badass. Not running from a doll. Yeah. Badass is running from dolls, man. I just I don't think Shayna was the right character to put in, right person to put in that story arc. No, nah, she's good. Uh, nah, I'd but, rather see her with like Ripley and Charlotte in the title picture. It's kind of like Yokozuna; he's afraid of the casket. It's like, you know? that's understandable. It's a casket. <laughs> yeah, sometimes people are scared of dolls. That's why I've never been over your house, man. I'm scared of your action figures. It <laughs> 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 should be all you're scared of. My house is legit haunted. <laughs> yep. 
Oh, that's that's a whole other podcast on its own right there. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see. NXT this week. NXT continues to be one of the better shows each week. Uh, we had Io Shirai return, take out Candice LeRae. Um, Candice was a little pissed of all the poppy talk, so poppy introduced the return of Io Shirai, which I'm not even sure why, because it's not even added to In Your House, which is on Sunday night. Oh, it is this weekend? Yeah, there is yep. actually two two pay-per-views this weekend. Uh, Impact is Saturday night, and In Your House is Sunday. Yeah, I'm ready for In Your House. It was good last year. Oh, it was good last year. Well, let's see what they do this year. Um, are they doing so, live audience? Are they doing? Are they doing the performance studio? Uh they're still in the the um CWC. Damn it! So yeah, I was hoping for I was hoping for a bigger set with the in your house preview. Yeah, we'll see what they do. Hopefully, they do something. They should be able to do something a little bigger. Like, I think it just depends on how they change it up. But with the the CWC being smaller, but then again, they did war games in the in the CWC. Yeah, true. So I'll figure it out. So I got room to do stuff in there. Same thing with Halloween. Um, yeah, Halloween Havoc was in there last year. Yeah, in your house was in there last year too, but it was this the set was. So I thought small. I thought the in your house was at the performance center, like before oh, they it? changed it to the Capital Wrestling Center. Uh, maybe it was. I don't know. I might. They might have been. I don't, I'm not sure. Um, okay. Really, NXT like NXT this week just kind of bleeds into um, in your house. So we're just gonna go ahead and preview in your house. Um, so they made some changes, added a couple matches here. Um, start off with a singles match. We have Mercedes Martinez taking on Zia Lee. Which was announced a couple weeks ago. So, um, I'm kind of interested in this matchup. Let's see the where this is going to go with Martinez and Zaylee. I think, I think Zaylee is going to pick up the win on this one. I think so too. I think they're going to try and push her. Well, it's going to be kind of weird, but I think they're going to try and push her for the women's championship. This is why I kind of curious as whether or not Amber Moon's going to win or not. I'll go, I'll go with a better porn name, and that's Mercedes Martinez. <laughs> <sighs> Damn, I can't spell it right now. Oh, see. All right, so. Martinez. Why don't you just do the highlighter like you did last time? Uh, I don't know. All right, don't worry about it. You got it. Yeah, I'll do it. I had my mouth. That helped. I don't have my mouth. <laughs> Somewhere else. Okay. Uh, so they made some changes here to the the camera. We knew Cameron Grimes is going to take on LA Knight. Uh, this is going to be a ladder match for the million dollar championship. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes has got to win this. Absolutely. He's taking it to, to the, the moon. I am looking forward to that one, honestly. I think the way that this has been built up 
and the use of Ted DiBiase for this has been phenomenal. To be to be honest, like I don't care what y'all say because you're going to disagree with me, but having the million dollar championship up for grabs and a ladder match on the in your house, this shit needs to be a fucking main event. <laughs> I I agree. Actually, I agree, but you know it's not going to be. The million dollar championship is one of my favorite titles. Yeah. It's I think it's one of the better looking belts. They should and... have uh Steve Austin come out and give it a uh give it away. <laughs> or hang it on the fucking ring or funny, uh he had uh million dollar man had like two bodyguard escorts to bring it out cuz uh yeah. they want no one stealing it from him. This like the cool thing with this is like that belt has not been seen um since Ted Jr. had that title belt. Yep, I don't think so. Because yeah, he had it and they haven't brought it back since. Yep. I'm psyched. I want to this ladder match is gonna be awesome. Uh Cameron Grimes, LA Knight are gonna put on a hell of a match though. And NXT will continue to run rough shot over WWE as far as having a better show. Um, it's the better product right now. I mean, if, oh, you, absolutely. if you don't think so, then you're, I don't know, unstable. <coughs> all right. So next matchup, we just got added this week. Uh, winner take all six-man tag match for the NXT Championships and the North American title. So Bronson Reed and MSK will defend against Legato and Del Fantasma. I'm going to go with Bronson Reed and MSK. All right. I think I'm going to go with Reed and MSK as well. Because I, I don't see them losing those belts anytime soon. Especially not in this type of matchup. I kind of agree. Okay, it should be pretty good though. Uh NXT women's championship, Raquel Gonzalez defending against Ember Moon. Um, I'm as much as I love Ember Moon, um, I believe Raquel is going to retain this one. Ember is nope. definitely not isn't gonna be the one to uh take the title off of Raquel. I'm gonna say uh, NXT, every once in a while they shook up the pot, and this is where they do it. Ember Moon wins. You think so? Yeah, they have, to, they have to throw a surprise out there. Like They have like one good surprise every every pay-per-view, and this is it. They go Ember Moon just for the fact of, I think, having Ember Moon versus Zia Lee makes more sense than Raquel versus Zia Lee. This seems like they're trying to precisely for this. And I don't really think you're going to get Raquel. Well, I guess you could get Raquel over as a face, but yeah. it'd be easier to just have Moon do it. Or um, Shotzi gets her the next shot at Raquel when she comes back from injury. Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Still going to be a good match. I'm excited for that one, too. I'm excited for this entire match card. Like this yeah. card looks oh, great on paper. This is probably this is uh, probably gonna be the best review of the damn year unless fucking Halloween Havoc gets better. 
Um, especially with this match, NXT Championship Fatal Five Way, Karrion Cross defending against Adam Cole, Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano, and Kyle O'Reilly. They're gonna hate me for saying this, but I think Kyle O'Reilly is gonna win. You think so? Yeah, yeah. they're giving him a push. That's what since they split him up. Uh, the, the group, so I'm going Kyle <coughs> I'm going Adam Cole. That's what I, I, initially, that's what I initially wanted to go with, but I think it's going to go Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, the reason I'm thinking Adam Cole is to go off of your point with Kyle O'Reilly is the next Adam Cole wins by pinning O'Reilly and then we get a program with Cole versus O'Reilly because they never really finished finished with them. Uh, I'm going with... Uh, I'm trying to think of something smart and say someone coming back from injury is going to be on the put match. Uh, let me think. Just kidding. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna go. I was gonna say Adam Cole, but to be different, I will say Cross Routine. All right. And we all, all have a different answer. Nice. All right. NXT is Sunday night. So that should be fun. Um, great weekend of wrestling this weekend. So what else we got here? Uh, AEW last week, Friday night, Dynamite. Uh, we saw the debut of Andrade. Andrade finally makes his debut in AEW. I think this was too late. Yeah. What do you mean? I think Andrade should have been debuted, or should AEW should have snatched him up like month, like the following week after his release. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think he. I think he was kind of waiting on his options. I can, and I understand that too, but I think they should have went, made a harder play to get him. And the way that they did, the way that they debuted him was, Mm -hmm. was stupid. Yeah, it was. They should have, they should have had him like come out. uh, Is he still versing uh, Kenny Omega for the Triple A title? Yes, which is in August. In August. So they should have waited to after that, uh, whatever. Omega's like, regardless of whether he wins or loses, uh, they should have had him attack Kenny in like a pay per view or something. You know, in all honesty, they should have waited. They should have did it this weekend at Against All Odds with Omega versus Moose, and Andrade should have been the one that cost Omega the Impact Championship to Moose. Or had like some hand in it, or attacked, or attacks Omega after the match. Because what they need to do, since they have like we talked about it, we talked about it last week. No, we did not talk about it last week. Um, I know I've I know I've talked about it off the podcast, but what they need to do since they have the Triple Mania main event is pretty much both under contract with AEW. They need to have Andrade and Omega on AEW help with the build for this pay per view. 
since both of them are under contract. And Andrade should should say, like, I came here because I have you in August at Triple Mania. I came here to make your life a living hell until I defeat you for that title. <coughs> or, you know, something to that effect. Instead of having Mark Henry come out and do a little interview to get interrupted by Vicky Guerrero to announce Andrade to <coughs> like a pointless debut. So. so he's not, they're not built anything against him and Kenny yet? No. Yeah. I'm, they really, they didn't say anything with Andrade, like what he's doing or anything. He kind of gave like a, uh, like a, you know who I am and you know why I'm here type of promo, but you don't know why I'm here type of promo. No. Yeah. I just, I don't get the whole point of all these organizations giving Kenny Omega the belt if he's not going to promote it. That's the only thing. Yeah. That's, that's like my biggest gripe with them and impact is there's no, we talk about this every week when we bring up Kenny Omega and having all these damn titles is there's no cross promotion between these companies at all between impact and fucking AEW, And it's like, AEW is gaining everything out of this while impacts getting nothing in return. Huh? Hmm. Makes you think maybe they'll just say fuck AEW and maybe WWE will actually, uh, better idea. Hmm. What if that yeah. happen? Well, we'll see what happens there, but that, that was pretty much the biggest thing that came off of that Friday night dynamite was the debut of Andrade. Um, other than that, there's really there wasn't really a whole lot from there. Maybe Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns for the head of the table. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> oh man! All right, Impact. Uh, Impact Wrestling this week we had a uh, Impact and AEW Summit. Uh, basically, what happened is Omega is going to defend, of course, at against all odds, which is Saturday night um, against Moose. Uh, that's actually going to take place at Daly's place. So it'll be on the pay-per-view, but it'll be from Daly's place and not in the um, actual Impact Arena. Uh, the announce, the bigger announcement from this, though, is Sammy Callahan will face whoever the winner is at Slammiversary. So our Slammiversary main event is going to end up being Sammy Callahan versus Omega or Moose. Or both. Who knows? But uh, it's definitely one to look forward to. Um, so that uh, being the biggest uh, change to against all odds, um, we actually, like I said, that is Saturday night. So let's go ahead and take a look at against all odds. As is we've it, is got... this going to be on the uh, Impact app? Or is it yes, be this, like... this will be on the Impact app. The only thing that won't be might, coming up is Slammiversary. Well, yeah, that makes sense. So. I might watch it then. I'll probably watch it Sunday that. morning once it gets uploaded on the like Pornhub. <laughs> All right, so let's start. Let's start. We've got um, uh, Rich Swan taking on W Morrissey. Um, I'm going with Morrissey on this one because he's been uh, pretty much rolling through everybody, including Willie Mack. Oh. Yeah. I'm going more CT. Big cast looking good in impact. Oh. 
I'm gonna get my favorite one. Uh, of course you are. Yeah, <laughs> I am. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, we got the Impact Knockout Tag Team Championships. Fire and Flava defending against Kimberly and Susan. This is kind of an interesting matchup between two heel teams, but uh, go oh, fire, fire, fire and Flava to retain. Yeah, I got Fire and Flava to retain. Yeah, I'll say I do love me some more fire than I do Flava, but you know. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Impact X Division Championship number one contender five way match. Why it seems like five way matches this weekend? What the fuck, dude? Like, how many five way matches is Impact gonna have for number one contenders? Uh, no. It seems like we just had this match not that long ago. Hey, it's <laughs> the best thing X Division has going is a five way match. <laughs> Uh, this, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so we got Trey Miguel versus Ace Austin versus Chris Bay versus Canadian Muscle Petey Williams. I think they're calling him the Canadian Destroyer now. And Rohit Raju. I say Ace Austin. Ace Austin, I hate Carl. He always. Fucking picks what I want to pick. <laughs> That's why I try to beat you to it. <laughs> I know. I know it's why. <laughs> why can't you just pick the same person? Well, that's what we're doing. I'm picking Ace Austin. All right. I'm going to Trey Miguel. Yeah. He would be my second. Trey Miguel versus Josh Alexander. Sign me up. Hell to the yeah. I just hope it ain't Rush, Raju. I'm tired of seeing his fucking. Uh, <laughs> All right. I'm saying awesome. I know I'm getting that one right, Carl. He put me as Austin. I got Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, next matchup, we got Satoshi Kojima taking on Joe Doring, the Kid Rock of Impact Wrestling. What's his name? Joe Doring. Yeah, that again. Uh, Satoshi Kojima. Satoshi Kojima. Uh, I'm going to go with Satoshi Kojima, man. Um... Apparently, these guys have had like a pretty big rivalry in Japan. Yeah, uh, pretty, pretty me, solid. So, give me Kid Rock. Not no, not Joe Doring. I want Kid Rock. <laughs> I want you to put Kid Rock. Come out to impact like five the wide the bang the burn do 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 something. Yeah. Awesome. I'll have a midget come in and wrestle for him. <laughs> <laughs> His name will be like Joe Z. <laughs> oh, man. World Tag Team Championship, Violent by Design, Rhino and Diener uh, taking on Decay, Crazy Steve and Black Taroos. 
Has Violent by Design won a damn match? Violent by Design, yes. They've won quite a few matches. Because <laughs> where they like lose every pay per view, or do they win? And I just think they lose. I think you just think they lose. No, they, they yeah, they, I guess they did beat uh, when they had Big Cass on their team. Uh, I'm gonna go with the K then. All right. <laughs> oh, I love that answer. That was so great. <laughs> Have they won? Wait, they have won? Hmm, maybe I should pick them. Nah, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going by. I'm going by the design. You want what? Violent by the design. Yeah. There we go. Garrett is like screaming, "Gore! Gore! Gore! Gore!" <laughs> yep. All right, knockout championship: Diana Perazzi versus. Rosemary. Uh, by default, I'm going Rosemary. Give me Deanna Parasso. Virtuosa. I said they both start losing now. Now, uh, I'm going to go with. Give me Parasso. All right, and the main event, the Impact World Championship match coming from Daly's place, Kenny Omega versus Moose. So who I think is going to win or who I want to win? <laughs> I think I think the choices are different. I think we all want Moose to win, but we all think Kenny Omega is going to win. Uh, I'm going Moose. I think Moose is going to be the one to take title off of Omega. Do you have like some kind of insider information that you know of, like, or you know, Impact upset with Kenny Omega? Or, no, or... no, it's. I just think with Moose, I think his contract because his contract's coming up, and I think this is a great way to get him to stick around. Is why I drop putting the title on him. So. Yeah, but you're gonna give Omega the belt that's the lose it the next. Defense. Megas defended the belt like four times. <laughs> He's only defended it once. Well, he even defended it. He won it, and then he was in like a tag team match. He's defended it. He defended it against Rich Swan. No, he won yeah. it. Yeah, and he defended again against Rich Swan. Oh, did he win? Yeah, win. Well, wasn't that uh, at another pay per view? Because Swan no. won the didn't Swan won the he number won, one contender. He he won the belt off a of Rich Swan, and then the next review he was in like a a three way match with the Good Brothers versus um fucking Finjuice and somebody else I forget. He's only been he's only had it for a pay per view or two. I know oh, he's defending. Yes, I am. He is not defending the Impact right. Championship belt, I don't think. Wow. Uh, Carl is right. He's defended the AEW title more than he's defended the Impact title. Yes, yeah, so I think he retained. 
Uh, yeah. He like they shouldn't put Moose against him. Uh, I mean, I know they're trying to give Moose the spot, but if anyone wants to take it off of him, it should be Moose. But I don't think it's happening here. Uh, and this is where Impact's fucking up. I definitely don't see. Then something's got to happen then, because there's no way that Sammy Callahan's going to be the one to take the title off of Omega, unless whoever debuts uh, coming into Slammiversary weekend is the one that's going to is going to be the one to take the title off of the following event. But no, I'm still going Moose though. Just for the hell of it. Bring back Samoa Joe. Yeah, Samoa Joe would be the best option to take that title off of him. And we'd get a hell, hell of a matchup out of that one. But yep. we'll see what happens. Or that or they'll wait longer and bring in Strowman. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> What's the pain train doing in the impact zone? Oh, I hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, come, he'll come in on one of those uh, those old trains they used to have in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I can still imagine that shit, too. He'll be there. Like, you know, they always have to change their name, so he'd be like, Fucking the conductor or something. <laughs> I'm the conductor on the pain train. No, Thomas. What'd you say about my man Percy? <laughs> what was the badass train in fucking Thomas called? Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like Randall or something. Is it Randall? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Come back is that? <laughs> oh, awesome! I never was a big Thomas the Train fan. I was more of a uh, um, what was the tugboat Theodore? Sure. Yeah, I was more <laughs> oh Theodore. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Impact Wrestling Saturday night, you can catch that up on the Impact Plus app. Um, they're always doing like a free like 30-day trial of that as well. Um, so you can definitely check that event out for free um, just by signing up for the trial offer. And then you've got NXT in your house Sunday night. So great weekend for wrestling this week. Um, Wait, I, did, I just want to bring something up real quick before we get the Vintage throw down. So, as of right now, you know, we've recorded on Friday nights, and I'm watching AEW. I just saw on the little notes at the bottom where it says AEW Dark Matches, which pushy winners and losers. I just saw that Marco Stunt was in a match by himself, and he won it. Holy How did that even happen? How the fuck did that happen? The person was shorter than him? <laughs> maybe maybe he's in a match with John Cena, and they just couldn't see him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Oh, <laughs> All right, let's get in to the vintage throwdown. All right, vintage throwdown is brought to you 
each and every week by stackofcards.com. That's stackofcards with a Z.com for your best place for trading cards. And I'm trying to type in the website here because I'm super professional and had it pulled up already. <laughs> but uh, stackofcards.com. Uh, new inventory added to the site every Friday. It's a different variety each and every week. Uh, check out what they've got. Ranges from anywhere from football, baseball, wrestling, Ninja Turtles. And then use our code VINTAGE at checkout to save an additional 10%. Uh, what have we got rolling on here this week? We've got some WCW 1995 main event trading cards. Single pack there rolling for 20 bucks. Vintage will save you $2. Uh, we've got some official WCW trading cards, a five pack bundle for $15. That's pretty solid there too. Yeah. Uh, you get some Pokemon cards off here. You can get some twilight cards, Eclipse series Two hobby box for 25 yeah. bucks. You see that Edward and fucking Jacob. Yeah. Uh, uh, or an Emmett. I heard uh, Garrett was team Edward. I was totally Team Jacob. Edward Garrett likes likes twinkly vampires. No, never mind. Never mind. I want Team. I want Team Jacob. Team Root. Jacob was like the Team Root. But um, cool thing about Twilight though, Twilight was like the only time in history where the movie was better than the book, right? Sure. I think they both Ooh. sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, the fucking movie sucked a lot less than the book. If you uh, <laughs> haven't re- read the last book of Twilight, uh, read the last book of Twilight, and then go watch the twi- last movie of Twilight, and tell me that the fucking ending in the movie wasn't better than the ending in the book. Um, I couldn't even make it through most of those movies. I fell asleep within like first 30 minutes. Did you read any of the books, though? No, I don't remember reading that shit. Oh, man, that bitch were vampires. A nice date nice night in the box with your wife, man. Fucking read Breaking Dawn and fucking, you know, talk about man. it. That's it. No, look, look, that oh, bitch were vampires, and then she tried to ruin aliens with that freaking host or whatever movie she did after that. The book or whatever. Bullshit. But yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> you can get some Twilight cards, stackercards.com. Uh, they still got some Smallville cards up here. A uh, whole slew of different kinds of wrestling cards. Um, hockey, baseball, lots of cool stuff. And RoboCop 2. Yeah. You get a single pack of RoboCop, RoboCop 2 cards. Oh, sorry, you could. They were sold out. But they were one out. My, one of my friends growing up, his dad had these uh, playing cards. They had, they had uh, naked chicks on them. <laughs> yeah, naked chicks on the back. You probably can't buy those with cards, but they got some really cool options in there. You can get instead. <laughs> awesome. So stackercards.com, stackercards with a Z. Use the code VINTAGE at checkout for an additional 10% off. All right. Wrestling Society X, episode seven. We are getting close to the end of the series. A few more episodes to go. Um, started off the show with some more tag team action as the cartel. Uh, Delicato and Little Cholo uh, defeated Eric Cannon and Vic Grimes. Cool to see Vic Grimes on there. 
Um, what else we got? Human Tornado defeated Matt Seidel and Los Pachos Guapos. Aaron Aguilera and Chaos defeated the Filth and the Fury in the main event. And the longest match on here was Human Tornado and Matt Seidel at four minutes and 17 seconds. So. Yeah, uh, very quick matches. Um, it started off with somebody getting beat up in like a band, too. Who was that? Shit, I don't even remember, honestly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, man, because yeah, I watched out. it. I watched that last weekend. Uh, it's yeah. been a while. Can't remember all the details. Um, yeah. I need to start watching them like before we record, or like at least the day before, or something. So, ah, uh, yeah. Um, episode eight next week. We're looking at the the cartel uh, taking on Los Pachos Guapos, and the first title defense from Vampiro taking on Ricky Banderas, who's been a complete total uh, thorn in Vampiro's side for the last three episodes. <coughs> so we'll finally see those two in a head-on collision here for the Wrestling Society X Championship. Yeah, we should get the human tornado, man. Somebody needs to sign that guy. Bring him back. Yeah, pull him out of retirement. Yeah, it happens. You know. Pull him out of retirement, have him go against uh, Nick Aldis at uh, the 73rd episode. Nope. Nope. The Human Tornado versus Orange Cassidy. Book it. Yeah. Yeah, book it. Book it. <laughs> Carl would sit down with some <coughs> in the drink and watch that shit. I ain't gonna lie though. I was I was impressed by uh, Orange Cassidy's performance uh, at the uh, Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing, yeah. So we told you eventually you'd come around. We do this orange Cassidy. So. Yeah. <laughs> he tried. <laughs> uh, all right. This is a short show this week. It's all right. It's all good though. Uh, one thing I'm going to plug here before we get before we finish everything up, the Wrestle Geddon fictional character SmackDown tournament is going to start this coming week 32 characters in a single elimination tournament voted by you on our twitter uh we'll put up um anywhere from like one to three uh showdowns throughout the course of the week um so keep your eyes peeled on our twitter make sure you're following us at russell getting pod with 1d uh vote for your favorite fictional character now, yes, technically every wrestler is a fictional character um, because they are played by different people. Um, but we're talking wrestlers from TV, video games, um, that were made specifically Question. for these type of games. So, or is TV Spider Man going to be in it? Spider Man is not going to be in it because Spider Man is not a fucking wrestler. <laughs> we can have this debate all day, Chris. He's a fucking wrestler. <laughs> One match does not make you a wrestler. I'm talking about the and it cartoon, was, damn it. And it wasn't even a match. A cartoon. I'm not going by the cartoon. I was going by the Spider-Man the movie with Tobey Maguire. 
No, I'm talking about the fucking the cartoon was way better than fucking and the movie. comic. Well, Bonesaw McGraw. <laughs> fucking the cartoon from the nineties that came on Fox Kids. I mean, I mean, I mean, Carl. <laughs> this is the same person that put fucking Pika Libre in here just because he stole a fucking costume and was dressed up in a mask and shit. He didn't do no wrestling move. Yeah. I don't care if it's fucking Pikachu. Fuck Pikachu. I took That's him right. out, okay? I hope. I know you did, and I'm very thankful. <laughs> so this uh, this whole thing uh, has caused a lot of heartache among the, uh, <laughs> the, the podcast. Concept. We might me, split up because of this. Yeah, we hope you fucking vote. This is the, the odd man out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But... <laughs> I think I think we got some good good quality um, characters in here like Jimmy King, Randy the Ram Robinson from the Wrestler, um, the the Shrieking Sheik from the Simpsons, uh, Gorgeous Godfrey from the Simpsons as well, Thunderlips, uh, Rip Thomas from No Holds Bar, Nacho Libre. Um, Did you put Zeus in there? I was kind of torn on that one because he essentially was made for No Holds Barred, but then he actually wrestled. God damn it, Chris. So I I was torn on that one. All like, right. it's, like a, it's like a gray line because if it was just in No Holds Barred, I would have put him in there. But if he didn't go on to have like a decent wrestling career after that. I mean, like, he had uh, a decent career, but he, he was in a couple cases. I mean, yeah, I mean, but I I probably would have I would probably would have put him in there, but yeah. I mean, was he I'm better? Just glad than... the, I'm just glad the four I put in there all made it. They all made it. Yep, I need to get thirty two. So. All my all mine got voted down. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I saw that. No, oh, I, I put Bender Bender's in here. Oh, Bender's yeah, in there? Oh, that's right. Yep, I put a uh, gender bender in here, the foreigner from Futurama. Both of those robots. Uh, we got the trash man from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Al McGraw. Uh, a couple Pokemon and Halucha and Incineroar. Yep. Uh, President Camacho from Idiocracy. <laughs> so lots of cool stuff in here. So you got me my three characters from Mucha Lucha. That's all it matters. The man, Crusher from down. Looney Tunes. Dude, I was sitting down. I was like, man, what is that fucking show I used to love as a kid watching? It's like, oh, yeah. So the, here's my question. Did Ricochet get his name from that cartoon? Because he seemed about the right I age. I think he did. I think we've talked about this. I feel like we've talked about this. And I feel like he has. Because he, he's definitely in that age group. We should, um, we should tweet we should him. Hey. Him. Yeah. Hey. Did, did you uh did you get your name from Ricochet from Mucha Lucha? Didn't he be like, pissed off like yeah, sure. the, on the network? I did a fucking interview where I went over it. <laughs> do you know what he's gonna say? He's gonna say I tried to do the flea, but I didn't go over it too well. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Mucha Lucha was awesome. So yeah, so we'll post um we'll post some of those up there. Um, we'll even post a link to the bracket in there so you can see the full 
um, rundown of the upcoming matches and things like that and see the results in there as well. So I'm kind of excited for this. I thought it'd be kind of a fun thing to do for more engagement on our Twitter feed. And uh, like just you actually vote for um, as like the, the best fictional character. Uh, I will say I'll be very disappointed if Jimmy King does not make it to at least the finals. Well, since he's like your friend on on uh, Twitter, uh, I'm sure he's going to tweet the hell out of it when his match comes up. So. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so. Oh, Jimmy King, man. Just don't put him against Bender because I have to represent. I will actually. I got it kind of uh, broken down already. So I think we'll probably put this one up as one of the first matches on here, but uh, I'll give you a little preview. Uh, Jimmy King, and actually his first round match is going up against the Revolting Blob from Billy Madison. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was supposed to pinch my leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. So there we go. That, that's gonna be fun. I'm excited. To... Yeah. Might actually put this one up there too. The first first round matches. Nice. All right. So that's that's all I've got this week. Um, you guys got anything you want to add before we jump into the theme of the week? I think I'm good. All right, uh, Garrett. It's actually your pick this week for theme of the week. What you got? Yeah. So, so I have a question. Have we uh, have we ever done any Mickey James themes? Uh, no, we have not. Are you trying to do hardcore country? You damn right I am. <laughs> hardcore, hardcore country. I, we may have done her WWE Maybe. I feel like we did one of her teams. We probably had a Alright, well. That's y'all's theme of the week this week. Mickey James' original song, Hardcore Country. From her uh, running impact. Okay. All right, uh, we're we're steadily getting closer to episode 100. Uh, as we drop episode 96, which is what you're listening to now, uh, lots of cool stuff planned for that one as well. Some special guests, possibly. Um, Dick Dick possibly. Dick Dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Some, Dick Tracy. <laughs> Big Dick Johnson. <laughs> Never know. Big Dick Dub. If he didn't pass away, yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's pretty much it. So make sure, again, check us out on social media. WrestleGettingPod with one D on Twitter. Uh, WrestleGettingPod on two Ds on Instagram. For the underscore collection on Instagram as well. Uh, YouTube.com slash for the collection. Facebook.com slash WrestleGettingPodcast. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Pro uh, WrestleGetter Podcast as well. And RedBubble.com slash People slash WrestleGetter Podcast. 
And as always, check out our friends at Big Cave, The Call Up, and The Run-In Podcast, and some other cool social media um, handles to follow Jimmy King at King Will Rule You. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, great one to follow there. The Wrestling Figure Database, um, constantly updating, obviously, the Wrestling Figure Database. Uh, they're adding galleries by wrestlers, so they've done... Uh, John Cena, Hulk Hogan, uh, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man, rolling through those pretty well. And you can actually pull up by wrestler, see what figures they've had in one big gallery. Um, just uh, kind of narrow down what you're missing or whatever if you've got a um, wrestler-specific collection that you're working on. So definitely check that out. And that's that's pretty much it as far as the plugs go. Sonny's only fan. She's out of jail. She needs money. That was the only oh, thing. Oh, is she? Yep. She, uh, she got released after a, uh, a year in jail. All right, Sonny. So she can start doing her only fans again. Cool. Oh. All right. Let's uh, resubscribe. <laughs> 30 bucks a month might go up too because she's probably got lawyer and court fees she's got to pay for. Or it might get cheaper if you try and get more money. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Maybe like four dollar blood jobs. There we go. Oh my god. Alright, well on that note, thank you guys for checking this out. This is episode ninety six of the Wrestling Gun Podcast. And we will check you guys next week for another awesomely fun episode we'll go over the results of against all odds and nxt in your house as well as the rest of the week and that's all i got on behalf of myself chris the heat matthew scared g money Mun, and the tendency jesus call crossland thank you all for listening and later martins you think Sammy's ever <laughs> oh my god. Your white trash level and you'll find yourself dancing with the devil. <laughs> <laughs>